Welcome to this episode of Hangout with Sujata. And uh, today, special guest is Derek. And I'm uh, very curious to know Derek's story uh, through his songs. And uh, I'm sure the audience would also like to hear from the story of Derek. And uh, so thank you, Derek, for being here and giving me the time. I'm really honored and privileged. And with that, if you have something to say. Will do. Thank you for having me here. I'm, I'm no, really thrilled. Pleasure. Yeah, I'm thrilled to share, share my thoughts, my music, and a little bit of a conversation on a, on a Sunday afternoon. It's perfect. So thank you very much. You're welcome. So with that, I'm going to go to the first song on your playlist, which is High Hopes. Okay. Yes, so Frank Sinatra. Good, good stuff. That was a very nice song. So I love it. Yeah, it's it's kind of like a theme song, right? For yeah. for so many things that, that are going on, especially in my life. So it's like, you know, you've got these opportunities to to work at stuff, 
people go, oh, it's probably not going to work. And you go, well, let's give it a go. Let's, let's try it and see, see how, how we can make it happen. Now the song, I mean, it, it's Frank Sinatra. It, it, it won, um, I think it was one best original song in the 32nd Academy Awards. So, you know, it's still a while back ago, but it's quite a, quite a relevant song. And I think they were even playing it in one of the Rocky Balboa movies um, to, uh, to encourage, you know, to say, look, you know, even though the odds are against you, you've got to give that strong step forward. So, so love it. It's, 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 it's a theme song that goes throughout my life. You know, you just got to keep trying. And, and as long as the effort's right there, things work out nicely. So yes, that's, that's a good introduction. Glad you liked it. Yeah, especially a word that, you know, when the odds are against you that you uh, keep going. Yeah, well, I, and and you know, I sang, I sang that song in, in public school and in, in choir, and um, and then um, yeah, I actually sang. I had a voice at that time that could sing. So, um, so uh, and I I just you know when th things are are a bit bit up and down, I kind of that that song pops up, and I keep thinking about it, and going, yeah, it's a good way to actually keep that momentum happening and keep that yeah. smile on your face. So it's good, good. And, and it's by Blue Eyes. So Frank Sinatra songs are nice. I, I like them. They're classics. They're classics. Yeah, the classics are always the classics. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So I thought that would be a good introduction. A good introduction to the it actual is. program. Good. It is. So the next song. Ah, yes. Uh, I think I may have heard it. The girl from... Yeah, girl from Ipanema. So yeah, so, so this is... Um, I pronounce, I may be pronouncing it wrong, but it's a, it's a, it's a jazz classic by Stan Getz and uh, Strud Gilberto. Um, so it's, um, but yeah, it, I mean, it's, it's, I think it's, it's almost like the second most recorded song on the planet next to just after yesterday by the Beatles. So it's a, it's a classic, classic song, but, uh, but it's also beautiful and worth listening to. Okay. Let's hear it. Yeah. Olha que coisa mais linda, mais cheia de graça Bela menina que vem e que passa Um doce balanço caminho do mar Moça do corpo dourado, do sol de Ipanema O seu balançado é mais que um poema É a coisa mais linda que eu já vi passar Ah, por que estou tão sozinho? Ah, por que tudo é tão triste? Beleza que não é só minha, que também passa sozinha. Ah, se ela soubesse que quando ela passa, o mundo sorrindo se enche de graça e fica mais lindo por causa do amor. Like a samba that swings so cool and sweet. 
Okay. Yeah, so, so such a nice slinky song, right? Like yeah. kind of gets gets you going right. in the morning. <laughs> Very melodious. 
<laughs> Sorry. Yes, melodious, definitely, definitely. And I mean, the, the the history behind the song is one thing, but it ties in really nicely with probably how my parents met. So the the song itself, it was written. There's this um, this girl that uh, went to the beach on a regular basis in Ipanema, and the songwriters saw her and they wrote the song actually a, 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 about the girl from Ipanema. You know, um, but it. Um, why I brought that in was because it's kind of a little bit of a, song, a thematic song of how my parents met, right? So my parents met at a swimming pool, and um, and uh, my dad was a, a a weightlifter. He was he was he did a lot of training, and his body was was awesome. And he he was awesome. And mom was this cute um, European girl, and um, and um, yeah, and and the the funny thing about it was. Um, my dad wasn't really interested in meeting my mom, but they met at the swimming pool. He was actually interested in meeting um, my mom's girlfriend who, who was trying to speak to my dad. But uh, what happened was um, my dad didn't speak German. He was in Germany at the time. Um, he spoke French and my mom spoke French and her girlfriend didn't speak French. So she ended up being a, a translator. And as life evolved, um, uh, yeah, dad and mom kind of hit it off and, and uh and got together and then uh they moved they moved to canada but the i just i can see i can see you know the meeting and this music in the background kind of representing just you know everyone's groovy and everyone's beautiful and and uh and how 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 life just floats through this 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 nice dreamscape uh even though you know there were lots of little bumps and crows and stuff along the way so so and i, I love this i mean i love the song i could listen to that like in any background type of situation it's just so smooth you know smooth and yeah, uh, yeah. so so that, that that was really that was really you know okay there's my theme song and then this is kind of the beginning of my life like you know i was i was born in these kind of two awesome people meeting and um and sharing sharing a little bit of their adventures so so that was that was the second song in this this hit list of stuff so and and really really fun you know really yeah really good people and it's how you know when you don't really plan to meet and yet you meet and then yes because yes. that's what happened right it was supposedly some someone else but then and then they so, met them they met yeah. and um and even and there were still like lots of different things that worked out and didn't work out you know that that yeah. kept kept saying look you're 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 great but you know i've got other things and and uh, it kind of went back and forth for a while mom was relentless and you know filled with emotion and passion and uh it's a it's a true love story it's a true love story and um and that song the song really reflects yeah. part of that part of that so that was that was good that was good loved okay. it um yeah so then i guess we go on to the next one right next which is, is eruption oh my gosh yes yeah, so eruption so <laughs> so that's <laughs> okay all right uh yeah and then i'll explain it to you it's it's, it's cool
Okay, oh. yeah, so eruption. so eruption, Eddie Van Halen. It's good to get a little bit of history on these things because you'd be going, How did these things connect, Derek? And, you know, we had jazz a moment ago, now yeah. we're going into rock. So, Eddie Van Halen, um, so uh, basically considered um, one of the top uh, greatest electrical or electric guitar um, uh, players of all time. He's, he's known as the um, Jackson Pollock of guitar playing. He's gets sound out of out of an electric guitar that is just unimaginable. And and one of the 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 milestone moments was when he actually brought this album out. So eruption. So it's it's very much in your face. It explodes, right? And it's a bit like what it was like when I was in high school. Like <laughs> you go to high school and it's sometimes there's a bit of a pattern to it. Sometimes it's not. It's filled with all of these misadventures. Um, and um and you know it uh that really um that song resonated with me not only because it was because it's so abrupt and in your face but also um you know, what eddie van halen does is he introduces um this uh, a whole new innovation to to music called tapping guitar tapping that's how he can get those sounds so fast and so harsh out of the actual guitar itself and i think when i was going to high school for me we we moved a lot um in our family and um and i had to improvise a bit like what he was doing with, with the guitar playing um uh fitting into new groups um dealing with people all the time um you know uh always being the new kid on the block and the new kid on the block was always tested and challenged and and so there was really more of the high school stuff and van halen was also um a band that was quite popular around the time when i was in high school so it resonated with me on so many fronts and um and and i love it and i i still try to play the electric guitar i can't play to save my life but i've got i've got two of them in my room and i'm looking at them and i'm always wanting to do it and whenever i hear this type of music i get inspired to try and pick it up again because ultimately one of the things with, with Eddie Van Halen was he was a bit, he was a bit of a loner, like he was an absolute uh, guitar genius. Um, and, um, but he was, you know, he would sit in his room playing for eight hours, 10 hours at a time. Um, you know, people would be going out partying and even though he's a, a rock and rock and roll God, as far as a lot of people concerned, he was also extremely hardworking and, um, and loved the guitar, you know, loved, loved the, the playing of it. So, so and, and, and for me, that reminds me so much of high school and having to work hard and make lots of mistakes and being, as I said, the new person and having to fit in. And somehow, you know, if you just listen to that song, you'd go, how does that song connect to anything? But it's just such a perfect representation of what I was going through when I was a teenager. And eruption is, you know, emotionally you're all over the place as well and your hormones are kicking around so all that stuff makes this a really nice um representation of, of what my life was like at that time so it's uh, good any episode of uh, 
uh, that time when you were trying to fit in? Oh yeah, I mean, look, you know, the um, one of, one of the things was uh, we my my parents were from the city and we moved to the country. So then when I went went to country um, countryside, you know, the kids would say, "Oh, you're the city kid," and then all of a sudden you try to be like like all 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 those kids in the and the countryside. And then we had a tendency to move every couple of years. So then we would move into the city, and then they go, "Oh, you're the country kid," and so all of a sudden you still wouldn't fit in, right? So no matter where you were. Um, you're struggling to kind of be part of whatever social fabrics is there. And then you realize, and at, you know, at, at the time I went, this is just, this is just so awful. And then I thought, now when I look back at it, this is kind of the, the experience of being able to deal with this constant change that actually allowed me to adjust and be able to travel around the world and pick up job opportunities you know with my boss said oh we've got an opportunity in Australia which is one of the reasons I I moved to Australia I just said yeah okay let's go for it and I'm used to not being the person that's been in the in the town or in the city for so many years but also being you know um, had the ability to uh, fit in and become accepted very quickly and uh, and then be flexible enough to adapt to the cultures and the environments that we're around. And a bit like the, the um, High Hope song, it's a, it's a fundamental skill that you actually learn to be able to ad ad adapt. Uh, but you need energy to do that. It takes a lot of, of energy, a lot of positive energy to do that. So yeah, that was, that was high school. A lot of, lot of ups and downs and, uh, and trying to fit in, never quite fitting in, but then fitting in really nicely in, in the bigger picture of being in the world, right? is good yeah. yeah and you know my perspective is you don't have to fit in no you, you, you don't no i agree with you yeah but you know as a teenager or as a kid you go yeah that i i want to fit in I wanna, yeah yeah you has know. to go through that phase when you're trying to fit in why why teenager even now people are always trying to fit in it's not only teenagers yeah. even yeah. now people try to fit in at all age groups and yeah. various stages they are always trying to fit in yeah, and I, and I think the, the value in it is, is um, the, the intention is good. Uh, what's even more important, though, is for you to feel comfortable with who you are really and understand who you are really, because then we'll find out who accepts you for, for that and who doesn't. And then you build your circles of influence and friends around those particular areas. But look, as the funniest thing was, I wanted to be part of the in crowd. I mean, you know, all the people listen to Van Halen, all the people listen to groups called Rush, like a group called Rush, or all the, these hard rock bands. I would listen to them and I would, I would like it. I would go, yeah, but I also like some of the alternative music. So you're going to hear other songs that are coming out, right? And and I kept saying, well, why, why, why don't I fit in? And why do I fit like those other kids that also don't fit in? Why are we the, the people that don't fit into, into our high school systems? And then 20 years later, when I look back at it and I go back to Canada and, uh, or, um, and, and I look at how the people have evolved, the people that were in the in crowd, they, see, they still seem to be in those small towns and have their own little environments. And the outliers are the ones that have kind of branched out into other, I, dare I say it, super interesting super challenging jobs and you know that they've got the 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 fortitude and the power to actually go out and, and reach for those things and and accomplish other amazing tasks so i'm happy now that i, I was a bit in the outside you know i was happy that we went through all that stuff it's good it's good yeah okay so the next song is the house is rocking the house is rocking yes stevie ray vaughn it's a real 
um, rock and roll Texas song. And it's from, again, Stevie Ray Vaughan, another um, incredible guitar player, rock and roll guitar player. But it was more, this is more a, a representation of the college years. And I'll explain that after we hear the song. Okay. the song because it's very foot tapping music yes it is and it's it's so full of energy right and it was it was it really represents when I went to college um about uh I was so happy to get away from my parents and, and so happy to go 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 to school and be with all these other people that were my age and admittedly we drank and partied way too much and that's why I bring this song up because it's a real party song like you can imagine everyone celebrating having an absolutely wonderful time and I went I went to school um and when I went to to, to college what happened was I uh I, I came from a family where you know um we were very disciplined very strict you know I needed to have that nice solid infrastructure and then I went to college where everything is free and wonderful and partying happened and I partied way too much <laughs> I partied so much that I got kicked out of my four-year program and went into a three-year program and then wow. so so I went yeah which was yeah believe me that was a huge thing it was the best and worst thing that ever happened to me I was devastated my parents were ready to wring my neck in fact they were saying no you just can get out of university it's you know if you're not going to take this seriously so that first year was was that Stevie Ray Vaughan 
song really you know about you can just imagine all of these party parties happening even though i was an incredibly hard worker i was too distracted very valuable life lesson so then guess what i had to spend the next four years working my butt off to get back into the four-year program and to get full full support from the university and I, I did it, but it was it was it was completely the wrong way to approach it. I had everything in my hand and then I let it slip. Right. But you have to make mistakes in life. So that was that was one of the, the valuable life mistakes that I uh, that I learned from. And and from that, that's kind of forged my passion to pursue different careers, never give up, keep moving forward, just like that first song, you know, it's like, you've got to have high hopes, and you got to work really hard from it. So, um, so yeah, there was a bit of drama. I mean, the, the song is great, but then I had to reevaluate what I was doing. Like, was I going to, you know, mess up my life? Because there were a lot, of, a lot of people that year that had fantastic, we had fantastic parties, but got kicked out of the university, right? There was a, a big dilemma that was going on at the university for first year students, because, because of this particular problem that was going on. So that really brings me up to the, the next song, which is, you know, we've gone from, from heavy, uh, he heavy rock to, you know, um, Stevie Ray Vaughan's kind of Texas style of rockabilly rock um, to now we're going to go to country and Western. We're going to have a song from Kenny Rogers and a song called The Gambler, right? Um, and The Gambler is really um, the song itself, I mean, I'll, I'll explain it after you play the song, but it's, it's a story, right? It's, it's a lovely story. Um, and again, it's, you know, it's one of the, the one of the top songs uh, in, in the music industry. And most, if you go to Texas, everyone in Texas knows the song. It's, it's, it's hilarious. Like you, you play it in the background and they'll, they'll start singing the song on it. So it's, it's, um, it's almost like a state icon, but please, we'll, we'll play the song and I'll explain it to you. But it's, the, while you were, while you were parting hard, what was your poison? Or what is your poison? My poison? You mean what 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 kept me completely off track? Or yeah, what were you drinking? Oh, uh, oh, look, not, not nothing, nothing evil. I was uh, too much beer, too much uh, uh, hard alcohol, which you know, I, my family never really drank very much. And then I, and then when you know, to be part of, I was in a boys fraternity. So you know, there's this movie called Animal House where. National Lampoon's Animal House. Well, the 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 house that I was living in was, I think the writers actually modeled it around the Animal House theory about these these people, you know, drinking ridiculous amounts of alcohol. And you know, I, but I only needed a year of it, and then I figured I, I can't do this. Like, it it's nice to be part of the in crowd, but actually, I ended up moving off campus and moving with a bunch of guys that um, that were more academic and more focused and more balanced, and it it transformed the way I, I needed to to look at things I mean we still had a lot of fun but it wasn't it wasn't that Hollywood drink until your eyes pop out kind of stuff right um and you know and then girls you know all of a sudden wow look you know you can actually go and talk to girls whereas um <laughs> you know where, where that that wasn't readily available where I was from I had to I had to talk leave to, to go to school I'm sure you could in the first year the boys or the I shouldn't focus yeah. on the boys but i think the kids yeah. discover they can do more than talk right yeah they can talk. do everything and, and and they can do whatever they want yes. and then they have to pay the consequences of it exactly. as well right so there's exactly. a, you know there's all of that and but it's it's just it but there's no there's no more guardrails right <laughs> like those 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 are you know you don't there's no more family ring fencing you about how you should do it and 
the interesting thing for me was I realized pretty quickly after you go out and you be wild and crazy and do everything that you see in Hollywood and all that other fantastic stuff, you just go, yeah, I did it, but it's not really as great. And it's always got some sort of level of consequence to it that you pay for. So, you know, what do I really want to be like? And I said, uh, pretty much, you know, I'm, I, I'm, I want to explore. I want to be curious. I want to test lots of stuff out, but I don't want to mess up my life on stuff that really isn't worth messing it it up about right it's about learning growing developing and doing really cool stuff that's really cool right so that's that that was the thing and that and that's a really perfect segue in, in, into this particular song because the song is really about this guy who is having a, a, a little bit of a tough time in his life and he runs into this he's on a train with this guy this other gentleman they call him the gambler because he's a professional gambler and he, he says to the he says to the person that's telling the story he says you know, you look like you've got a little bit of, of, of trouble. You're going through a rough, rough time. If, if I can have a shot of your, your whiskey, I'll give you some advice on, on how you should be leading your life. And it's fantastic. I, I love it. It's, it's a great guardrail again, or guide guideline. Okay, let's hear the song. Yeah. On a warm summer's eve, on a train bound for nowhere, I met up with a gambler. We were both too tired to sleep. So we took turns of staring at the window at the darkness. The boredom overtook us, and he began to speak. He said, son, I've made a life out of reading people's faces, knowing what the cards were by the way they held their eyes. So if you don't mind my saying, I can see you're out of aces for a taste of whiskey. Give you some advice. So I handed him my bottle and he drank down my last swallow. Then he bombed a cigarette and asked me for a light. And the night got deathly quiet and his face lost all expression. That if you're gonna play the game, boy, you gotta learn to play it right. You got to know when to hold it. Oh, no. 
So cool. So that, that that song actually won a Grammy Award. Not actually, it won a Grammy Award. Like I, most of these songs that I'm recommending have won some sort of some sort of awards throughout history. But um, but yeah, it was it, it was really you know re- reflecting you know my my college years weren't really that country and western, but the message behind that of saying, look, you know, we all have a, a we all have these cards that we're given. And, um, and all of them can be absolute winning cards or losing cards, depending upon how you want to play them in the game, right? Very powerful message that comes out with that. You know, and, and you kind of, it burns into your head, especially when, when you go, gosh, the cards I have given, they kind of suck. Like, you know, and then you go, no, 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 but wait a second. Think about, think about it. You know, what's going to happen? What else is going to shift around in, in the actual game of life? How can I use these things to my... To, to create the best advantage for myself or my family or my friends and then and then move them forward right so i just i, I love it about you know which card you need to know which cards to hold you need to know which cards to get rid of right so at college i had to get rid of those cards that were causing me to not be more academic and focus on school as opposed to being a social um <laughs> a social animal right um I have to walk away and know when you have to walk away. Sometimes you have to know when to run. You know, it's not just you walk away from an issue. You have to just get the heck out of there. Out right? of there, right? Um, so definitely. And um, and then also, uh, I love the part about um, you don't count your money at the table. You know, you, you appreciate what you have, but you don't need to let everyone know about what it is. You know, there's enough time for counting when, when you're not in the game. So fantastic, fantastic stuff. Yeah. Okay, so so that that was really college. I had to I had to turn around, and I what I did was I um I went and I did my psychology and biology degree. Um, I got full honors on that, which was great. I decided to um, pursue a master's in business administration, which is which was again a big a big call because I was hoping to be a psychiatrist and a psychologist. But then I thought, oh look, you know, I think. Um, what I'm learning here, I want to apply more practically in the, in the business world. So, so I did. I I, I studied um, I studied international marketing and strategy, and um, and got that degree um, at university. And then um, and then my next chapter happened, which was a uh, was a uh, someone threw me a card, and it was a big recession going on at the time. And the card that was thrown to me was I could all the people that were graduating from the MBA program couldn't find a job during the recession. Um, and I had a chance because I'd been doing some work for an international exchange club. So it was basically we would find uh, international job opportunities for students in Canada. And then every time um, uh, we found an opportunity, we could send a Canadian student abroad to go do some, some work experience. Um, and I, I, I participated and then I found a series of jobs for students to come from 
abroad to work in Canada. And then as part of a reward for that, they put me into the selection pool to, um, to be matched to an organization somewhere in the world. And, um, and the funny story is this, I, I speak German, right? And my family's got a European background to it. Um, and, uh, and I received, my friend said, congratulations, you've been accepted. I said, oh, that's great. And I open it up and I go, oh, I'm going to Austria. And he goes, I don't think, I don't think you're going to Austria. I go, no, I speak German and family is there. And, you know, and he goes, yeah, but, but he said, I have a question for you. I said, what's that? He said, is there an L in Austria? And I go, no, there's no L in Austria. He goes, well, guess what? This Austria has an L in it. It looks like you've matched, been matched to go to Australia. And I went, what? It goes, yeah, you've been matched to go work six weeks in Australia. And I went, you're kidding. It was, no, nope. this is either you say yes or no. It's six weeks in Australia. What do you want to do? And I went, yeah, let's do it. You know, admittedly, I had to sort it out with my parents because they're going, we're sending you to the other part of the world for six weeks. You should, what are you nuts? And I went, no, this is, this is a good opportunity. So, so from that opportunity, I kind of, the Australians embraced me with open arms and, um, and it was, it was, but it was a big change because, you know, Canadian guy has been working in Canada, raised in Canada, and now goes and works the other part of the world. Um, uh, but I did it. And that's that's why the next song is coming up, which is from an Australian band called Hunters and Collectors. This song's a bit of a, a, a love story. It's a, a love-related song. It's called Throw, Throw Your Arms Around Me. It's, it's one of the best. I think in Australia, it's within the top 100 Australian song, greatest hits of Australia. But, but it's, just, it's a beautiful song. It's by a great rock group called Hunters and Collectors. Um, but it really signifies that embracing of an opportunity and, uh, and and making something out of it. Okay, so let's hear the song. Yeah, hopefully I'm right, right? <laughs>
So before we <clears throat> go to the uh, to the answer about why this song, I have yes. a question. Sure, sure. Do you think you would have been the explorer you are had you not been the only child? I mean, had, had I not been the only child? So okay, so actually, I'm I'm, I'm the oldest child. There's there's two of us, and I, and um, um, and my my younger brother. So would I be the explorer that I am? I think. Yeah, I th I think I still would have been. I think that there's a there's this wanderlust in in our family, you know. Um, uh, Dad loves traveling. Mom loves traveling. Um, I uh, I think the circumstances a, a, a lot, well actually, so the circumstances were didn't really let me do it. But then my parents gave me the permission to. My mom actually pushed it, and then Dad said, "Okay, but make sure you come back." I'm still not back in Canada, but but um, but I did a deal with them. The the, the, the deal was um, that every year I would spend my holiday, I would go to Canada. So ever since I moved to Australia, every year I, I went home to Canada and would spend all of my holiday time with my family. So that was that was the deal. Um, but my younger brother, so I've got I, I do have a younger brother, and and he was just because uh, there's 13 years difference between us you know he was just turning into just getting close to his teens when I when I accepted the this thing to go this opportunity to go to Australia I, but I wanted to highlight it's only it was only for six weeks right that was that was the only the only thing that and so my parents said okay well, he's going away for six weeks he'll be back um but I had an incredible opportunity which is about you know throwing throwing the arms around yeah. you yeah so what what happened was I worked on this project and it was, and I knew nothing about shopping centers at, at that time. And, uh, and I was working for a shopping center development company that shaped my life pretty much up, up until now, even, even now I can thank, thank Land Lease for this opportunity because what happened was they said, look, you don't know anything about shopping centers, you know, nothing about Australian football, and you're going to figure out how this professional football club and this massive shopping center that we're building are going to work together. And, uh, and here's the car keys and you figure it out and come back in six weeks. And they liked it so much that I got a chance to actually present it to the senior management team. And, um, and cause at the time I'd already had some experience with professional sports in, um, in Canada and North America and Australia was, was, was different. The, the way they were approaching sports were different. So I said things like, um, uh, you know, the professional football club has a social club that has over a hundred thousand members in it. And they have this thing called a, a, a membership card with a magnetic stripe technology. So, you know, this is back in the nineties. So now, you know, everything's an app, but back then it was magnetic stripes. And I said, we're not, nobody's using the information on these stripes. We should put that together into marketing collateral and we should, create all sorts of different um, incentives for people to come to the shopping center and meet the players and you know, all sorts of exciting opportunities we created from that. And then at, at, at the meeting, so at one of the meetings, there was uh, the development manager of this multi-million dollar shopping center that, that was being built. And he said to me, he gave me the opportunity to do the public relations work for the project. And so from there, um, the, there was another opportunity and I ended up doing facilitation and training after a couple of years for senior executives in this corporation as well. But, you know, I have to thank David and, um, and he opened the door and I also have to thank Michael for hiring me to do that. And so I embraced that. And then the next part of the embracing was I met another person that, that impacted my life. Um, and so that's the song that we're going on to next, which again is uh, for me, reminds me of, 
um, it's it's called Angel, and it's supposed to be a romantic song about someone. Like the intention of it and and how I see it is a little bit different. But basically, this gentleman Des was was a an angel in the sense of he got me into the Australian culture, uh, the Australian lifestyle, how to work in a, a multinational corporation. Taught me about the politics. Believe me, I made all sorts of terrible mistakes, and you know, and and yet. Des and also David, the, the development manager, um, I had the privilege of, of not only working with them, but they, they became good friends of mine that are still very dear friends. Um, and, you know, we still, uh, they still roll their eyes and go, we don't know how you survived with all the stuff that you've done. So, so, it, you know, I was always getting into trouble. I was always the one that went, oh, I want to poke on this and see what happens there. They go, no, don't, you're messing with the system. But they tolerated me. They gave me a lot of chance to explore and innovate. So, so it's good. So yeah. So so this the the next song is you from. Like, uh, you look uh, like a running black, a running back. I look like a running back. I know, right? I should I should have been. I should have been definitely. Um, but yeah. So the the football stuff was was the beginning, and then I learned how to develop shopping set market shopping centers, develop shopping centers, run them. So I was a a shopping center manager. I worked throughout Australia and New Zealand on running shopping centers. And then, um, which, which is this part. And uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll continue the story afterwards, but okay. Massive Attack and, uh, and Angel, um, okay. fantastic, fantastic song. Out of the mezzanine album from, I think it's the, the late 80s, late 80s, yeah. Okay, so Good. let's hear the song. Let's hear it.
Wow, fantastic. Love that album. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, this was a very unusual song. Yes, and, yes. And I want to ask you a question. Did you sure. develop this diverse appreciation across the music uh, spectrum over the years or had you been introduced to it early in life? Because your songs are really, you know, like I don't know what to expect the next song. Yeah, it's, it's a bit like my life. Yes, very much so, right? So, so yes, I've got a very diverse uh, taste, but it's it's mainly because of the different experiences that I've been fortunate enough to have, right? So, and these these are all songs... I mean, these aren't just songs that, these are songs that um, happened during parts of my life where, you know, I can, I can tell you where at the time I bought the music. Um, you know, as I was mentioning before, the, this friend of mine, Des, he really taught me, like for me, you know, I can remember exactly what we were doing when, when we bought the album. You know, he was, he's, he's, he is an audiophile. He's, so I all of a sudden was introduced, you know, I'm, I'm listening to Hunters and Collectors and Rockabilly songs. And he goes, no, no, you got to listen to some of this stuff, right? And, um, and it's, you know, and, and Massive Attack is, is sensational. They, you know, they, they change every album, they change. But, but the, power, the power of this is, so for me, over time, I've gotten lots of exposure to different music. My brother, he's a classical pianist. And he, you know, so um, I've got a lot, of, a lot of exposure to classical music as well, but um, not but uh, I do that. But you know, and those those are also part. You know, we end up the the session with 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 Vivaldi, and we'll be talking about that. But um, but you know, these things I I remember exactly being in Des's place. He he bought a place out in um, was in in Sydney, North Sydney, and he needed some help renovating. So every weekend when we weren't working, we had this unusual. Um, uh, uh, not unusual but it was an interesting circumstance he i would work for him like in the corporation and then on the weekends we would spend some time together and we'd be renovating houses i, I helped him renovate one of one of his places and then um when i bought a, a place he came over and he helped renovate my place you know it was it, it was just it was one of those times you know those those moments in that time capsule where, where they're super special that's why i use the word angel you know it's not i mean this this the song itself when you you, you study it is about um, some unrequited love, this person who falls in love with someone and they never really give them the love back. That's why it's all this darkness behind it. But that's not what the song means to me. You know, the, the song means to me about, you know, I, I had a guardian angel. I have a guard, couple really nice guardian angels that look out for me and uh, and were in the formative years of my life. So it's good. Um, so yeah, so th that was, and it's a really perfect segue into the next song, which is Purple Rain, because I had just transferred between jobs now. I'm still in Australia, but I transferred between jobs. And um, at the time, the mobile phone network wasn't extensive to where I, where I was moving to. And um, and my father passed away. My father died of a massive heart attack. And um, and so this song, this next song is about, is, is uh, Prince's Purple Rain, which is really a, a song about... Um, in the movie, uh, Prince, the, the 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 main character, um, has a, a a tumultuous relationship with his father, and uh, but the father kind of goes through a bit of a traumatic experience as well, and and so Prince sings this song in front of an audience. You know, they get the Zippo lighters out and they they they, they light up the flames and they they sing it, and it's it's a very emotional song about um, Prince wishing his father. Uh, a good recovery, but also, you know, understanding that they're different and that they need to respect that, but that the love runs deep. And, um, and so for me, when my, my dad passed away, the song kind of 
um, burned deeply in, in my heart because it it's always it's it's a, a tribute to dad um, and it's also reflective of the time when I was in Australia and I just caught a flight back to Canada right away you know and um, and uh, spent time with mom to adjust to this whole shift that was happening in our lives so yeah so Prince in Purple Rain yeah let's hear the song
Wow. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so that was a, I guess a, pretty much a tribute to that. So, um, but and and with uh, with with Prince when when they wrote the song, there's a, I've I've got the. I've got the film, I've got the DVD, and uh, it's actually a documentary of the making of the actual um, movie itself. And um, and it was, you know, the song itself was was designed for this particular movie that he did, but um, it ended up, uh, I guess, historically, um, it was on, on originally on a B-side, and then it, through, the, through the actual album itself, it became super popular and and he he wrote it it was a fascinating story behind it was the director said to prince we need another song for the, this particular movie and and prince said okay leave it with me and the next day he came up with this particular song apparently so he spent all night rewriting and writing it and testing it out making it happen but excuse me it connects so much with my dad because when you see it on the film you can see how the emotional connection is there and and i just i, li I like the, the words you know I, I really really want to see my dad mm. you know it's um yeah miss him a lot so so wish 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 wherever he is that it's it's good it's happy so that's that's really sorry that's really that's really what it's about so it's good I'm sure it's good. he's with you yeah definitely definitely and he's been he's been looking out for me and my mom and my brother so we're we're, we're cool yes. we're, we're we're very fortunate that way but then uh, i had needed to think about my life i needed to do <coughs> excuse me i had to rethink about um you know what am i doing i'm i'm in i'm in australia do i move back to canada don't i move back to canada um you know my mom and i we it took us a little bit of time to figure out um what we needed to do i ended up continuing my career in australia uh but um uh, getting closer and closer to my mom and you know we that we are we're exceptionally close um so um uh so that's the the regrouping side of things and that's why i put the michael jackson song on about um man in the mirror right because yeah. it's it's really a, a and for me it's also all of these things are really good reminders but this one in particular to say you know sometimes you have to make a change and and how do you go about making that change and um, doing it positively for not only yourself but for people around you, which is, which is the the next song on on the hit list. Yeah. So let's listen to a man in the mirror. Yes.
Okay. Wow, another one, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yes, yeah, so that I think that came in the was produced by Michael Jackson and Quincy Jones. Came around the late nineteen eighties, but you know, for me, it affected me more in the late nineties. So, not the song came out, but this is kind of the song kind of represents. You know, I had to I had to make a lot of decisions on on, on change, and probably for the next um, handful of years, I. I've worked in shopping centers. I got a chance to work in throughout Australia. And then I had a chance to work um, in Asia. And so there was a, another change in my life to go and uh, got me from Australia here to Singapore to actually start working on um, running shopping centers here in Singapore. And then the other change that, that also happened in all of that was I transitioned still in the corporation, but I ended up going from operating shopping centers to developing innovation across Asia, innovation programs and developing innovation culture across Asia. So that was that again, change and, and taking a look at yourself uh, was a was a big deal. Um, and also reassessing, you know, how are things going with mom in Canada? How's my brother doing? Um, gosh, I keep moving every couple of years to new countries, new places, meeting new people. Um, where's all of this going? You're constantly reevaluating this stuff. So so for me that 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 um, song not only reflects doing social good, which is what it was originally um, 
looking at, but it is also about taking a look at yourself and figuring out, gosh, what am I doing? Where am I going? Assessing myself and, and pushing myself forward and making lots of mistakes along the way. You just have to make these, these things about, should I, you know, should I pack everything up from Australia and move to Singapore? And then should I have taken a new job outside of the old field? And, you know, sometimes you go, I, one thing I've learned is you never regret the decision you make, you know, you just keep moving forward, but you still think about it sometimes. So, you know, looking in the mirror is a, is a nice metaphor for, and a nice life lesson to always be able to reevaluate yourself. Absolutely. And I think so far what I see is that you've done a good job of adapting, you know, to oh. change. Yes, adaptation, you know, yes. <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you know the um, what was it? Um, oh gosh, what's the guy name? Survival of the species. Darwin. Darwin, the actual survivor of the species, isn't the, It's not the fittest or the strongest. It's the most adaptable species that survives over the long term. And exactly. adaptation is fundamental to, to things. I mean, that's exactly what I, I'm teaching now is is people how to how to do it. And I wish it was like I took a course on it, but I think life forced me to, yeah. to adapt. Right. It's fed um, you. Yeah, See, what you're teaching just now that, you know, the journey has been of you adapting and so now you can teach it. Yes. How to yes. Adapt. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's good, but yeah, change, you know, and, and we're all scared of it. Yeah. You know, that, that's, that's the thing we, and um, one of the things that I learned with things that are, are that scare you is you know, when, when you're scared, when you have fear, um, you can either try and tuck it away or you can accelerate it or, or, but the biggest lesson I've learned when, when I'm, frightened and lots of things frighten all of us but for me the biggest thing is to accept that the fear is there and then i, I can't necessarily embrace it because it makes me feel a bit blah but um but accept that it's there don't try to push it away but then deal with it at the level that it's at and don't give it too much attention start actually moving forward and then all of a sudden that angst dissipates and it, it you know it it goes back to in its corner. It never goes away. It's always there, yeah. but but it but it, it 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 gets more proportional to how reality is, right? Or the reality thing we want. So it's good. So yeah, Michael Jackson. I know these these are lots of classic songs, and I'm sorry they're so long, but they're they're beautiful when you listen to them, right? So you don't have to apologize on my show about how long it is. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Great. Okay. Great. Perfect. Perfect. Cool. So with that I Sounds go good. to the next song, which is Fresh, Fresh. Eye. Fresh eyes, yes, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. So, shall we hear it and then I'll yes, tell you the, okay. the song? Okay, I, I really like this song. It's really, it, it, you know, the energy is coming up again a bit more. So it's good. I got these fresh eyes. Never seen you before like this. I got you beautiful. It's like the first time when we open the door for we got used to you. Seed superficial, mm -hmm. stereotypical man. Mm -hmm. You dress up just a little down, like oh damn. So suddenly I'm in love with a stranger. I can't believe she's mine. Now all I see is you, fresh eyes, fresh eyes. So suddenly I'm in love with a stranger I can't believe she's mine And now all I see is you Fresh eyes, fresh eyes Appreciate 
goes, but I, I ride that way with you. It's human nature to miss what's under your nose till you, till you remind the fool. Maybe all of this is simple. Mm -hmm. My heart's unconditional, yeah. Mm -hmm. You dress up just a little, and I'm like, oh, damn. So suddenly I'm in love with a stranger. If I could bottle this up, bottle, bottle this up, I would, I would bottle this up, bottle, bottle this up, I would, cause you're gorgeous in this moment, if I could bottle this up, I would, so suddenly I'm in love with a stranger, I can't believe she's mine, now all I see Fun, right nice song good yeah and it's um so it came out in uh andy gramer great great singer great performer um i know <laughs> you, you summarize it very diverse right so um 2016 i think it came out um so just pre uh yeah pre-covid and i know the song because um something traumatic happened in my life and um and it's not around the song but basically at that time, and I was, believe it or not, I was hearing this song all the time. Um, I, I was going to a gym, and it was a 24-hour gym. Um, and so I, um, I was, again, transitioning between a, a little bit of uh, work that I was doing. And so uh, I had access to this gym, and I, I, would, I would go there usually around 11, 11.30 at night, which I know is, is too late to be doing training, but still, at least I could get some of it in. And there would be nobody in the gym except me. It was one of those you know, passes that you go in and you do your workout. And this song was playing all the time. Like every time I would come in, the song would be playing. Okay, so, but why, why do I want to want to hear it? Because what does that have, does the gym have to do with it? Well, my mom came to visit me from, from Canada um, and, um, and she got very ill and she got so ill that she needed some major surgery. And uh, it was so serious that, um, that basically we had the surgery and um, and then went back to Canada and I I, I stopped work and I, I I lived with mom for two years and she got better thankfully she got better and uh, you know mom's this wonderful 
at the beginning we were talking about you know the girl from Ipanema but she's um she's an artist she's a wild an amazing um internationally known artist um uh, contemporary art and uh, she couldn't do art because until she could recover and now now she's doing um I'm hopefully going to go see her in a couple weeks time and uh and you know she's got two gallery showings coming up that I'll, I'll be helping her with um so fresh eyes for me is I had to take a, a big evaluation of you know what what do I do, do like mom's here we need to do the surgery um do i then you know do i do i move back to canada don't i i mean truthfully there was not much of an evaluation you know family family is at the forefront so you know there was no question on it but i did have to reevaluate what i was going to do in the future so um fortunately everything worked out really nicely and then um i had an opportunity to uh seize the opportunity to come and do innovation education again for the company that I, I work for now so design develop and uh, deliver uh, programs which ties into the the next song which is um which is jason uh jason Mratt and um uh and, and and that song is really about um wishing uh now that you've had these fresh eyes wishing you well in the future and this song is so beautiful because again i don't know i've, I've read up why the artists write the song and i go it doesn't mean anything like that to me but but it's this monumental little moment in my life that you know where you have to just think of all these good things and wish people the best and so so let's segue in, in into that particular song unless you've got questions for me because i'm doing a lot of talking well, I've got a, at least a comment uh, yeah. on what you shared just yes. now, and that is, <clears throat> you know, you say that uh, you had to make a decision about your mom, whether to, you know, go back yeah. and with her and all that. And that yeah. is a major, major decision that one sometimes has to take, you know, between career and between the family. Sure. And, and it would seem or appear that those are decisions which, you know, it's like a given thing that, okay, you would do it for the family. Yeah. What I want to share with you is that it's not always so. So you're actually uh, be appreciated for deciding to, um, you know, leave your career part or put it on hold and go be with your mom because it's not one day, two days. It's about two years, as you said, right? Sure. Yeah, for and, sure. And well, not- thank you. Not all children do that. And so I'm quite touched by it because I know families where uh, they just won't do it, even if it's their own mother. So, yeah, well, thank, thank you for that. I just, I, I, I don't, it's, it's interesting. I mean, uh, I can't, I, I, I love to say I can comment for other people, but I can't, I don't know their circumstances, right? Like I do know, this makes perfect sense and it made perfect sense for me uh, look was it easy no i was i was a wreck just like anybody else would be you know this is being completely honest should i say that on a podcast i don't know so, but you know i mean if, if you if you're not if you're not a wreck well then you know where are your feelings but the other the other thing i wanted to add is you know if, if if family is first and you can allow that to happen and more of us can allow it to happen well i can only see that as being a good thing right like caring yeah. about people you care about so so th thank you for appreciating I, I hope i hope more people consider that because at the end of it you know there's there, there's a beginning of your life and the end of your life and there's a certain number of days in between it and you know and every day is one less day with your family with your friends with you know what why wouldn't you want to do something that 
gives you that sense of fulfillment. You know, I, it's interesting. But thank you. Yeah, I mean, and everybody goes, oh, well, of course you, you, you would. And oh, as you said, you know, then some people said, well, no, I wouldn't necessarily do that. And I go, okay, well, I respect that that's your call. But for me, the only tough call was to say, oh, this is really serious. Like, because I live in this world where, you know, you work hard and you play hard and, and, and things just happen. And I've been blessed that it's, it's been that those doors have been allowed to open and shut so smoothly. Right. Um, but yeah, thank you. Thank you. But uh, yeah, I, I hope, I hope it's, it's good. I hope, I hope, uh, uh, well, I wish you well, which is the next song, right? Like it's, you'll, you'll listen to the song. And, if everybody was doing what they should, there wouldn't be a lot of heartbreak and there would not be a, so many broken moments where, you know, people were abandoned by their very own. Yeah. And you know, I think there's a lot of, and I don't think people are, I've got this philosophy across my fingers, but genuinely most people are, are, are born good people. People are good. Right. Um, you see, <laughs> you're saying no, whereas, but that's how I, how I operate. And if I, if I run into somebody that's not, I just go there, you know, I'll just go this way. You go that way. I don't need to spend time with you because you're, you're raining on my parade. Right. And, and I'd prefer to have a parade in the purple rain, making it happen and, and, you know, and, and go do whatever you want to do. I, just not on my time. So that's it. Yeah. Anyways, that's, you know, that's, that's me. That's me. That's you. And that is what is to be appreciated because like you said, you know, people are born, you no, know, people are born neutral, but they always have a choice to be good or bad. That's my philosophy. Sure. sure. And that choice is not universally you know, headed in the direction of the so-called what people will say good because that also can be subjective. Sure. Right. So. Agree. But what a great place would be would it be if everyone was. It nice? would be. Yeah. It would be. But yeah. that's why you know the whole thing is that it's in this lifetime that you can have heaven and hell on earth, right? But I think True. from you don't know what happens after we pass on, but no. you can make heaven or hell on earth depending on your choice and your actions. Agree. Fair enough. Right? Yeah, agree. Agree. Good. So with that, we go to the next song, which is Have It All. Let's yes, hear it. it's fantastic. It's going to make you smile. I know it well. It's a great little song. and causes of success may you have the confidence to always do your best may you take no effort in your being generous sharing what you can nothing more nothing less may you know the meaning of the word happiness may you always lead from the beating in your chest may you be treated like an esteemed guest may you get to rest may you catch your breath may the best of your todays be the worst of your tomorrows Just to have it all. I want you to have it all. I want you to have it all. I want you to have it all. 
chaos and the clutter off your desk may you have unquestionable health and less stress having no possessions though immeasurable wealth may you get a gold star on your next test may your educated guesses always be correct and may you win prizes shining like diamonds may you really own it each moment to the next or may the best of your todays be the worst of your tomorrows Oh, good. Isn't yeah. it great? It's great. You just you can't listen to it and not smile, right? Yes. It's it's just yeah. So I uh, just I, when I when I heard it, I I kept playing it and playing it and playing it and and I, and I thought yeah, that's what I, that's what I want for my family. That's what I want for my friends for for my loved ones, and 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 I love that that you know all those phrases like um, you know will, will the the best best of today be the worst for your tomorrows right or i wish auspiciousness yeah i kind of laugh because it always deals with the chinese new year but all the all the best things you could wish for people he puts into this particular song yes. you know it's, it's it's beautiful it's a it's a good song so so for me this is um this is uh this was when um when i was deciding to come back to singapore and wishing the best for my mom and wishing the best for my brother and and the friends around me and you know there's a whole whole change that was going on um but you know even though it's quite lighthearted, you know there's there's always serious things that you still need to take on but it's good to remember these things and so this song yeah. is, is a perfect reminder of you know when you're feeling a bit grumpy just listen to that and you go of course there's all these all these wonderful things that you can do so it's a very positive life song it is it's it's lovely and it, i think um i'd have to check again the date but it only came out 
be a couple of years ago. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not taking us all back in time. It's like, you know, just, uh, there's some more, more songs that are there. And I think there's a couple of other songs that are, are coming up, but you know, yeah. if, if you've had enough, we can, we can stop. It's okay. But uh, if you want to keep going, I'm happy to keep going because um, I mean, these are just other reflections of my life, right? Like, there's, yes, you don't stop ever. Okay. We don't stop. Show. Okay, we don't stop. Okay, all right. We go till the end and we listen to all the songs. That's okay. That's, how that's I the rules. It. That's the rules. Okay, cool. No worries. Yeah. So, um, so okay. So the next song is, uh, I think it's Hallelujah, right? Yes. So Leonard Cohen. So you know, for those listeners that want to go back into the mainstream, you know, um, <laughs> my my mom loves Leonard Cohen. Lots of my friends love Leonard Cohen. It's good. I like him. I like his voice. Um, it's just, it's, you know, when we talk about hallelujah, I mean, the whole song is, is really about, um, it's about redemption and it's about also um, taking a look at stuff. And um, I, I find it, it's, it's not the most positive. It's a, it's a great song, but it doesn't, it doesn't make you feel all bubbly like the, the last song. Right. But, but it, but it's still, it's, it, it's life and it's, it's another hallelujah. Um, uh, you know, let's, let's appreciate what we have. And then the, the following song is really a power song to get us back fired up onto things. So, but let's listen okay. to Leonard and, and his, uh, okay. his raspy voice. <laughs> okay. Matter which you heard. 
Okay. Yeah. So Leonard Cohen, right? The, yes. So I always find like with, with Leonard Cohen, um, uh, there's this little bit of darkness around him, right? Like it's just, that's, that's the way he is, you know, it's like, I'd hate to meet him in a comedy club. Like it wouldn't, you know, it just, it wouldn't, wouldn't gel, but, um, but he'd always have something clever. Like he's a really thinking kind of person. And, and this interpretation of hallelujah for me is really very much about, you know, you have to appreciate what you have, no matter how bad or good it is, there needs to be this built-in appreciation. And, um, and as I said, I, 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 when mom thankfully got better, I moved uh, back to Singapore. I wasn't sure how long it was going to last. It was a, working for an entrepreneurial organization. Um, but every day you kind of appreciate a, um, making it through the day, you know, kind of like, congratulations, you made it through today. Don't know if we'll make it through tomorrow, but we might, <laughs> we might not, and then we'll have to pack up. And you would, you would start with that kind of um, uh, attitude of, yeah, let's just do our best and see what happens. And as opposed to trying to project things so far forward, right? So that's why Hallelujah is such, such a, a good, good song um, for me. And, and also I like, I like Leonard Coleman, um, Barbara, my mom's got this exhibition that's coming up in, I'm not advertising for it, but I'm just saying there's this exhibition that's coming up where um, Leonard Cohen said there's a crack in everything, right? And, and, the, and the crack is good because it, that's where the light shines through, right? And, um, and I love that interpretation of, you know, most, most people, when you see a crack, you just go, oh, I got to get that fixed. And yet he's saying, no, let it, let it be there and let the light shine through so that you can actually see things from a better perspective. So that was that was really, really a nice. Honestly, nice what nice a different uh, perspective you got in about just the word crack, right? Yeah, yeah, crack absolutely. Or the light to be filtered through. Yeah, so, that's beautiful. Yeah, it's nice. It's, so you know that goes all the way to Leonard Cohen. But I love that idea, and I love that perception of saying, you know, even when things are bad, there's goodness in it. Or you think everyone thinks it's bad, but there's got to be some goodness in it. I know we'll go back to the people discussion, but let's not do that. <laughs> Where's your mom's exhibition going to happen? Ah, so it's 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 in uh, 
it's going to be somewhere in Toronto, Canada. So it's going to be around. So there's um, it's going to be in the. But I'll I'll send photos and you know if you yeah. want if you want to see it it yeah. works quite good yeah. I've seen I've seen some of the preliminary stuff it's yeah. cool because she's she's also said look I've I've got a couple of space because I do a little bit of artwork as well so she she always gives me a, a sympathy a sympathy space she says yeah you can put a couple of, I want you to put a couple of yours you know moms are lovely so she says yeah we'll put a couple of your pieces up too but but yeah it's it's I think she's she's working on about thirty or thirty five pieces and they're big they're like you know, one, two by one meter in size. They're always magnificent. So, uh, so it was what made you, what made you return to Singapore? Uh, so, um, so I had a, once mom got better, I had a chance to go work um, in Australia. Uh, and then I, I, I was on an advisor uh, for an advisory board for the, I was on the advisory board for the company I'm working for now. And the owner, and I was doing a lot of pro bono work for uh, while mom was unwell for these guys and then the owner said he said oh your your mom's getting better what are you going to do and i said i'm probably going to start looking for some job opportunities in canada and uh or sorry in australia and uh i've got a couple that are coming up and he said well would you be interested in doing the work that you do with innovation and innovation culture here in singapore because the financial services industry desperately needs this skill set and i can see i can see you um forging a burning a pathway into that so so it was five years ago and um yeah so i i you know i i was like the the, the high hopes i went okay i'll go <laughs> whatever take the chance let's see what happens um and it, it happened fine it, it was it was really good it, it is great so so the, the job itself is there but again you know i have to be i have to be grateful i have to have the jason Moratz attitude and i have to appreciate what i have and and uh it works. It works. It really does. Well, I'm glad you came to Singapore because had you not come to Singapore, we wouldn't have met. No. Yes, exactly. Thank Probably. you so much. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Well, yes. there's fate behind it all, right? Yes, so, exactly. We meet so, for a reason. Absolutely. Okay. So now the next song is uh, ACDC. Back right? in Black. Back in yeah. Black. So now this is, again, we're going back in the rock and roll but um it's basically it's it's a tribute to one of their their former um uh one of the former band members but um and the true interpretation of it is you know you gotta live the rock and roll lifestyle uh that's their interpretation in the song and you'll hear it because it's quite bang 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 but my interpretation of it is you gotta go hard for the things you want and you never stop so that's my takeaway from this song and i i as you can tell I listen to all sorts of music but when I listen to this song it really warms me up to actually go hard for what I want so yeah here we go is that music has different interpretation for different people yes absolutely absolutely so here we go ACDC back in black back in black
Okay, so let's hear about the song. So okay, so back back in the black. So it's basically it's it's me saying, hey, I'm back. Here's another round. We have to take take some good positive steps forward, and we got to do it with a lot of oomph and horsepower to actually make it happen. So even though you know when we were talking a little bit earlier about having the right attitude and being grateful for what we need to do, so we need to have a lot of energy to actually step it up. And and so it's an ACDC song, I know, but it says all the right things. It says, you know, I'm back and, uh, and we need to always be back. We need to always reinvent ourselves, keep moving forward, having these high aspirations. And then, and then as we do that, learn from our mistakes, keep growing and developing and keep moving until we, something stops us, right? Until something stops us. So, so, um, uh, you know, but hang hang on a second, I'll, I'll show you my guitar. I've got a guitar, right? So it's cool. Oh, wow. <laughs> that is awesome. I just love it. And you know, because uh, I'm very partial to the color red. So it's yes. such a cool guitar. I yeah, mean, it's, it's Eleanor. <laughs> I, have a, I have a guitar, but it's oh, beautiful. not that I play. But you yes. know, it's nothing compared to your guitar. Your guitar oh. is really cool and I mean... Uh, it may sound very odd, but it's. I think the right word is cool and sexy. So it, it is. It's a. It's a. It's a great. I. I call it. I, uh, so I've. I've named it. I named most things that I like. So probably everything I have has a name to it. But um. But this one's called. This one. The. The name of the guitar is Eleanor, and the reason why it's Eleanor, is because there's a movie. Um. One of my favorite movies is called uh, Gone in Sixty Seconds. It's a movie with Nicolas Cage, yeah. and uh, he's a. He's a. Uh, he's a uh, he steals cars right um, but there's this one car that he just can't seem to like he can steal almost any car there is Maserati Ferrari Lamborghini Ford Chrysler, whatever but there's this one it's a it's called a, a GT 700 a, a Shelby right a Mustang GT 700 I think or GT 500 um, and and when he steals a car, the different cars that he have ha- has names. Like each car has its own kind of name, and Eleanor is the car that he can't seem to get right. <laughs> and so this guitar is 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 my Eleanor. I can't seem like it's here, and I play with, but I just can't seem to learn how to play the guitar properly yet. So, but I'm never giving up on it. I'll I'll get it eventually, um, because that's I'm just what you got to do. And when you do get it, you must uh, uh, you know allow me to. Yeah, you play it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. For sure. I mean, you know, with a lot of the music, um, uh, there's a, there's great, you know, great piano or great, great guitar players. So there's Eddie Van Halen or Stevie Ray Vaughan. Prince, also a fantastic guitar player. The guys from ACDC, you know, revolutionized. Uh, not revol- Yeah, they did, actually. They pretty much, you know, brought the, the heavy rock kind of stuff into place. Vivaldi's Four Seasons.
Wow, I love this. It's beautiful, isn't Fast, it? Bubbly, flowing. Yeah. So it's actually it's it's four violin concertos. Um yeah. and um and so each one uh the of the four they each represent a season. So yes, um, this was summer. Yes, yes. So um so it's 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 a it's a great piece. I, yeah. Um yeah, so I I love it. And um and to to kind of wrap it up why 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 i've got this as last or second last let's say second last um is because um i remember reading a story and then i wrote a children's book on the concept of life is um life is like the four seasons and the story actually takes place um in winter and there's these two two friends and basically um they say um gosh winter's tough how are we going to make it through our winter like it's never going to end and one, one of them basically says look after every winter there's another season right like there's never a season that goes on forever we're not like in the ice age so so even the ice age ended right so so my friend says well what do you mean he says well if we can see some way through this this last um this last part of the winter what's the next season and the guy goes spring he goes yeah it's spring so if we can make it to spring then we can plant our seeds you know plant the seeds of opportunity so if we're no matter how tough things are if we can see it through then what we can do is we can make it to a new season and then we can plant our seeds and from the seeds we have to make sure that they grow so we need to weed them and nurture them and but plant lots of different seeds see, see which ones grow the best and that's your summer right so we go from from winter to spring plant your seeds then summer you know take care of the seeds grow them as much as you can the different opportunities you have and then harvest them in autumn and gather, gathering that harvesting that ability to to harvest is important because what's the next season after autumn there's always going to come a winter again, right? So there's all these cycles that we go through in our lives. And when I think about how my life has, has gone and how everybody's life basically goes, we all go through these different seasons. So that's why I wanted to wrap up with, with this particular piece of music, because it's it's a for me, it's a good reminder of all the summers, the springs, the winters, and, and the falls that I've had in my life. And that hopefully there's a couple more rounds coming, you know, where where, where things I'll, I'll be able to learn more and develop more as, as I move forward. So that's 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 why I bring in the four seasons. I knew that you were deep. Oh no, no, it's not, it's not <laughs> deep. It's not deep at all. It's not not deep. If you can write a children's book about it, it's not that deep, right? It's it's good. It's, the, it's called the the farmer, the the the, the yellow bird in the four what seasons. What is the children's book called? It's called the the farmer, the yellow bird, and the four seasons. I'll give you I'll give you a copy the next time I see it because I published yeah, I, it and yeah. I'm I'm just wondering why I already don't have the copy. Oh well, because at the time I didn't think of it until you know I was going through the music list. So I'll definitely <laughs> give you a copy. Not I, a problem. Yeah, I hold you to it. So actually, you know, if I look uh, at your playlist, you have shared a playlist for all seasons. Yes. Yes. See? Exactly. Exactly. So, so um, yes. So exactly. well said. Well said. <laughs> no, it's, well said. it's true. Uh, we come to the last song, which is "Take Me to Your Heart." I like the title. It's a it's a good song. It's a good song. from the rain 
So um, it's, um, I think it came, the, the song itself, um, uh, the, the band that sings it is, is this song is uh, called uh, Michael Learns to Rock. It's a Swedish soft um, rock group. 
Um, but why why I put it in is because it's actually a song that's sing in, sung in Chinese. Um, and I think, let me just check what it is. I think the, the song, and it was produced in 1993. So it just came out 2000 uh, by Michael Lynch Rock, but it's a Chinese, um, I don't know if the origin is that, but Jackie Chung sings it as well. And, um, and you know, there's recordings in 1993 about it. But first it's, it's a song that is, um, I, uh, I connect to it because there's an English version and an Asian version, which is, you know, it, it's me here in, in, in Southeast Asia. Um, the other part of it is that when you see the video from Michael Lundstrom, it's actually, um, it's quite endearing because um, it's, it's it, the, the video footage is actually about um, how people react when they come from an airport and how they, how they see their family and how they see their friends and, and the positive emotional reactions that, that come out of that and um and for me it, I, why i put that in is because it's it, it, you know uh, uh, not just me asia's embraced me i've embraced being in asia not only through friends and loved ones but through just a lifestyle so um this is i guess the the next chapter right after after Vivaldi season four seasons so that's why i included it but i put it in as, as a bonus because it's you know it, um, it's it's a it's a classic light pop song but it's got a little bit of complexity into it when you actually take a look at it so so that's it that's that's my hit list and that's that's the uh, the podcast <laughs> Yeah, so it, it was a beautiful share and uh, I really enjoyed my time uh, with you, and Derek. Is Thank there you. anything, any secret that you would like to share with the audience? Now is the time. Oh, the secret. Um, any secret I, which you have yeah. not divulged and you are thinking, shall I, shall I not? Yeah. Now is the time. Oh, that's good. Uh, have I missed the secret? I don't, I, um, no, I mean, for me, gosh, there's, there's been, there's been a lot, you know, there's, um, uh, I think within, within all of this stuff, there's the lessons of, you know, there's, uh, there's, there's always a, a light side and a dark side, and I prefer the light side. Um, I've had plenty of dark side adventures, but you know, you have to work through them. Um, but you, you decide what you're going to do and how you're going to do it, right? A bit like the gambler song at the beginning, you know, we're, we're all given the, the, these things. And, and sometimes you think, oh, that's just why haven't I been given more? But sometimes you don't need more. You just need to work with what you have. And at least for me, I've been I've been very fortunate. I've been very blessed to have the ability to keep getting knocked down and stand up again right like just like the very first Frank Sinatra song and I guess the the, the secret is for me that I'd like to share is there's always going to be lots of change there's always going to be things that will spin you out and there's going to be surprises and um and and irrespective of that if you've got the right attitude or if you can try to have the right attitude then things can work out at least for the most part so far so good right um, but you know, I I can't put it in granite because I you know it's I don't think I don't think it's I don't think it's it's that solid yet. But it's what's what's worked for me, right? And and that's probably all the session is about is you know appreciate what you have, know that there's a good side, there's ups and downs, but keep stepping up to it. And if you do, then life's pretty good. Opportunities will always be there, and you can always learn and grow and develop um as you step forward that's it and and end of end of session for 
Sunday afternoon. Yes. So thank you. And it's been an honor and privilege to have this, uh, you know, conversation with you. I've had, uh, just to tell the listeners, I've had very more interesting conversations <laughs> in getting to know Derek. And uh, I will always, uh, I have to thank uh, Victor Mills for yes. putting Derek on with me because uh, he's uh, Victor Mills is a person who also is a gem and as I and as I say that a discerning person can you know find the value in another person like you know you have to be discerning to see another gem and I think that's what Victor did when he uh, put you on with me and I'm so blessed to have had that uh, you know offering and to know you and uh, i hope to maybe when if ever there's a part two then you shall be back <laughs> thank you off. well speaking speaking of gems you're an absolute gem as well and i have we, i also have to thank victor for introducing us um because without that we would have never had this right and and without this i would have never really thought about i mean i i, I listen to music all the time but you got me to think about what are the what are those key moments in the songs that actually um, reflect, not re represent those key moments, right? That's, um, it, it was a, it it's been a wonderful experience and, and one wonderful afternoon. Like it's just been fantastic yeah. to actually walk you through this stuff and, and have you ask me questions. So thank you. We could be sitting somewhere in Europe and having this conversation at a cafe. Yeah, or we could be sitting in Georgetown, Ontario, yeah. making, <laughs> yes. having donuts at Tim Hortons. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's, yes, absolutely. So thank you. Thank you so much to you and Victor and all of your podcast, listener, podcast listeners and um, and wishing you a super, super day ahead. And and I'll, I'll, I'll reach out to you um, after the podcast and we'll organize a time for that coffee. Definitely. 